here's a story from The World. In the next several weeks, the U.S. Supreme Court is expected to overturn Roe versus Wade. What comes after? Abortions will likely be banned in about half the country. The past several weeks, we've been reporting on abortion around the world. Today, we take you to Kenya, where the courts are also making headlines. A recent case there has revived the debate around abortion. The world's Halima Gikande reports from Nairobi. In 2020, a pregnant 16-year-old girl in Kenya went to a local health clinic in severe pain. Upon examination, a clinical health worker determined she had a miscarriage. So they provided her with post-abortion care and set her up at the clinic to recover. Martin Onyango tells me what happened next. He's a lawyer with the Center for Reproductive Rights, an international organization with an office in Nairobi. The police stormed the clinic arrested the girl and arrested the provider on allegation of seeking and providing abortion services. And they were charged uh, with offenses related to abortion. The teenage girl was taken from the clinic mid-treatment and sent to a juvenile detention center for around a month. The clinician was also arrested. Onyango, the lawyer, represented them in a case that eventually went to Kenya's high court. Earlier this year, it made a landmark ruling. The court upheld that access to abortion is a fundamental right uh, for all women and girls uh, in Kenya while the Constitution limits the parameters of the exercise of that right. The court also said law enforcement officers cannot arrest people for seeking or providing legal abortions. But what makes an abortion legal in Kenya? That's where things get a bit murky. In Kenya's constitution from 2010, abortion is allowed in certain circumstances. In emergency situation, when the life of the woman is in danger, uh, when the health of the woman is in danger or if allowed by any other written statute. And that has to be determined by a trained health professional. But according to an older law from the 1960s, all abortions are criminal. Onyango says that old law is still on the books. That's causing problems. So that those who are providing care within the law still get harassed, they still get charged in court and prosecuted for abortion-related offenses. Onyango says the conflicting legislation also leads to confusion and misinformation among health workers and the public. And this recent court case has renewed debate about whether abortion in Kenya should be allowed at all. For many people in Kenya, the issue of abortion is about religion and morality. I visit the Mathare Islam in Nairobi. Many people here earn less than $30 a month. Evelyn Ados is a community worker. Ados says women who procure abortions in her community face a lot of stigma. She tells me the message most people get from their churches and mosques is that abortion is a sin. She's a Christian too, and she was taught growing up that abortion is murder. During covid We lost eight young women in our neighborhood, she says. They went to quack doctors for unsafe abortions during the COVID pandemic and later died. Safe abortions are not readily available or affordable in poor areas like hers. I visit the private clinic of Dr. Wahome Ngare, an obstetrician-gynecologist. He is a member of the Kenya Christians Professional Forum, which has been critical of legalizing abortion. Ngare says his stance on the issue is not driven by religion, but by his medical ethics that are held up by Kenya's constitution. And our constitution, unlike many others in the world, recognize the personhood of the unborn 
child so that the person is defined from conception. He points out that the Constitution also guarantees the highest standard of health care to both the mother and the unborn child. And Gary tells me that a lot of the women who would come to see him seeking to terminate their pregnancies weren't doing it for medical reasons, but for social ones. And that's illegal, he says. And Gary says people need to accept personal responsibility. That's what is a dilemma for me as a doctor. When you have full-grown people sitting in front of you saying they are shocked they are pregnant, and they actually had sex, and it was consensual, then obviously we have a big problem. Problems with poor sex education in Kenya, misconceptions about contraceptives, and a lack of awareness about family planning options. But abortion by request, Dr. Wahome Ngare says, isn't the solution for unplanned pregnancies. I realize just walking with them through whatever the challenges they are going through and getting people who can assist with the challenge would actually help majority of them make different choices. Back in the Mathare slums, I ask Evelyn Ados about how community workers like her talk about issues of pregnancy and abortion. Tunawaita unaeleza msichana, badalende ashike mimba afanye family planning. Ados says they sometimes speak with young women and tell them about family planning that they can use to avoid becoming pregnant. But she says poor women, especially those who are unmarried, face social stigma and have limited access to health services. Ados adds that for many people in the slums, contraceptives like condoms are also unaffordable. Because maybe nilishika nikiwa na plants flani, then kufika mali zo plants zika fail. Ado says maybe you have plans, but those plans can fail. So the community shouldn't judge people, she says. This month, Kenya's Ministry of Health is expected to release new guidelines on reproductive health policies with more clarity about access to abortion services. For The World, I'm Halima Gekandi in Nairobi, Kenya. Halima's story is part of our ongoing reporting project about abortion rights and access around the globe. From India, where abortion has been legal for more than 50 years, to Northern Ireland, where abortion services are still highly contentious and stigmatized. Learn more about the global status of abortion access. Details and links to stories on Twitter. We are at the world.